Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to these go to 11. Once again, I'm Nathan Bell. Joining me as always, Zach Bartles. Zach, who is that laughing man in the background? That 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 was me. I was doing a homage to Ted's uh, like little chuckle last time we had him on uh, because he's also here. Ted Cluck. <laughs> hey guys, welcome Four, back. Forty something Central Time. Yeah, we did well with the time zones today. That's a <laughs> thing. All, that, hey, that's a thing that we for did. sure understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing that we never, ever have a problem with when we're recording <laughs> with the podcast. Hey, at least job. we don't have any experience with it, and that's why it's so hard. Exactly. Has it ever become an issue where you guys have to, like, cancel a podcast because the, you flubbed up the time zone thing? Nope. No, of course not. It's kind of been the elephant in the room between us at times, though. It's, it's become an issue in our relationship, just something we've had to work through. But. You know how there are people who like their political views get in the way, and so they're like, "Okay, we can't talk about that." Yeah, that's how Ted and I are with time zones. Yeah, we're both really like, passionate about it, and we have big personalities, both of us. So, yeah, and you you know the old adage, "Don't talk about time zones in politics." That really applies in our relationship. They're they're off limits. <laughs> oh man. Well, as to not open any wounds, Ted, how are things going? It's been a while, man. Yeah, things are good. It's great to be back on your program and hear the, you know, the kind of pensive, soulful uh, intro music. Um, I always, I always enjoy that. I might, I might look for it on Spotify. But, uh, but no, I'm good, man. It's always, always good to be on the phone with my, my, my work friend Zach Bartles and uh, and you, Nathan. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let that. me tell you something that makes me feel a little bit like our program is a little bit uh, inferior. The the uh, music that was prepared for this program long before I came on board, not yeah. only is it it's unique and completely original for this program, it also has like a Halloween version and Christmas version with sleigh bells and like different like, you know, it's ready. The, the, yeah. the program's yeah. music is ready to adapt and indicate to the listeners what time of year it is and that sort of thing. That's incredible. I feel like that would make the the fact that you guys have a Christmas version of your song would make one of my happy rant colleagues really jealous. He can <laughs> he considers himself like evangelical Christmas man. In in fact, he's trying to he's trying to make that happen for him professionally. So, you um, know that that makes me wonder what what it would sound like if that like yeah. robot committing a robot like, Christmas Sepuko, song uh, like we had, had like a Christmas version. <laughs> uh, I, I, dude, I can't believe we don't have one though. All kidding aside, like as, as fired up as he is about Christmas, I can't believe we don't have a, like a Christmas happy rant intro song, but you now know, let me point out that we talk about Ronnie more than we talk about anything else lately. And I bet he loves that. <laughs> and I bet he knows it. I don't want him to know it. And <laughs> the fact that maybe he listens to this program, um, we, we should probably cut that out. It, it would give him undue pleasure to know how much we talk about him. Although he couldn't, he couldn't publicly like cop to the amount of pleasure that it gives him. You know what I mean? Because part of his whole ethos is acting like he doesn't care. So, um, the disinterested real, soul, the disinterested soul. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I saw a, uh, a thing on Facebook the other day that said it was a quote and it said, I hope none of my friends find out that I own a coat. And it was um, cited, it said uh, dash junior hires, and I was like, that is so perfect. And it kind of yeah. reminds me of like when you get older, instead of like having a coat, it's like I hope my my friends never find out that I get excited when things go my way or I am celebrating. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Dude, why is that? Why can't we? Maybe, Zach, we should start a trend where we just feel really okay about getting celebrated. Uh, <laughs> I think we've already established that as kind of I, our, I think we uh, have. Like, Nathan asked how I'm doing, and I'm like, great. Like, somebody, somebody at work today told me I'm a great teacher. I'm feeling good, you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice, nice. Oh, man, but dude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, ask me about missional wear. Baby, what's new with Missional Wear, our official clothing provider and uh, builder of a very minimalist clothing website on behalf of our other pod- our other podcast concerns, Zach? And what's builder a, what's of like? a very robust kind of mm. page for, for this podcast. Yeah, dude, you, guys, you guys have products galore. What's, what's the latest for Missional Wear, Jeff? And, <laughs> so, am I right? Well, Jeff asked me, by the way, if I was going to be at the G2 conference. Okay. And what I was like... And this is what I said. I thought that that was – I was thinking of maybe the G8 conference. I'm like, is that like the UN thing where like all the nations come together and stuff? But um, no, it turns out it's just like another Baptist thing. And like I think uh, – what's his name? Dougie Wilson was going to be there. And I was like, yeah, no. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to be where Doogie's speaking. It's her, it would be great if it was like a national – like a summit of some kind though. And <laughs> what, if, what if we found out Jeff did – he did swag for like Guam and let's <laughs> Yeah, I do their I do their merch. What if Guam's merch page was just like ours at Gut Check Zach? They had like one T-shirt. Cool. As long as it was a Peter both uh, created design, it would be pretty cool. Then Guam can feel good about it. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah. If they're ahead of the curve like we are, like exactly. feeling good about themselves and stuff. Exactly. Uh, but uh, I got an email uh, in that exchange telling me that another package had shipped my way that has oh. the names. The nameplates uh, okay. that I think I accidentally threw away for my my two busts of Charles Spurgeon and oh, nice. uh, John Calvin, and uh-huh. uh, I was I really want them, and so I'm excited they're on the way, and uh, I am assuming, and I don't want to assume because you know when you assume you can really, uh, what's the old phrase? You can really make a fool of yourself. You can really uh-huh. look like a, like a fool or something yep. like that, yep. um, but. Last time he sent me something, and the time before, he was like, I've sent you this one thing. And then when it arrived, it was like a dozen things. Okay. Uh, and I'm kind of hoping that happens again. <laughs> wow, baby. You know, it's been – I don't know if Jeff is a, a diehard listener to this program, but I'm going to do a passive-aggressive thing anyway and just he's say He's a diehard that. two listener to this program. He's a diehard. <laughs> he and Rennie Harlan and the Harlan family are listening at this moment. But uh, – I'm just going to be a little a little passive aggressive and say it's been a while since I've gotten the box from Mission. That's all I'm saying. You know, I I <laughs> I used to enjoy what that felt like ripping into a <laughs> a Mission Wear box and pulling out free stuff, but it's it's been so long I've I hardly remember what the feeling is like. I thought it was cool when I went into that guest suite at your house, Ted, and it was like the sheets were like Mission Wear <laughs> Happy oh, yeah. sheets and like yeah. your cat was like branded <laughs> Mission Wear Happy Rand. Absolutely. Rant. absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're on brand here at the Cluckhouse, man. You know, got a giant Happy Rant logo above the fireplace now. You know, I hope I never part ways with the show, or else I'm gonna have to just tear down my house and rebuild it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I actually plugged Missional Wear. Let me say this: I, I'm super happy with all their stuff, and that is the reason I'm hoping and hoping and hoping I've got more stuff on the way. Um, and I brought my. Uh, I know I already talked about this item, but I brought. My cigar, travel cigar thing. What do you call it? <laughs> cigar holder thing? <laughs> yeah. um, the Spurgeon on it with a Spurgeon quote, the leather one. 
to a meeting of four guys who were having cigars together, and everybody was jealous. I mean, nice. I was, uh, and and that's another thing I like. I like being celebrated, and I like it yeah. when people are jealous of things I have mm. and, and things I've accomplished, and and my looks. You know, I, <laughs> my looks. Yeah. <laughs> It's Dude, just no. it's it's a cycle you got going on there, Zach. I mean, people are jealous of you, which makes you feel good, which you can celebrate, mm. and then people continue <laughs> yeah. to be jealous of you. And it's just it's they a cycle. Can celebrate, yeah. It's I don't see where it could go wrong or how it could spin <laughs> out of control or anything. Maybe now, uh, no, it's it's good for your character for sure. Now, <laughs> how can you tell? I want to lean into something that you said. How can you tell that people are jealous of your looks? Like how how do you know when that's happening? I, like I real just time? know. I just yeah. know. You yeah. just know. <laughs> you're sitting across the table from a guy, and you're like, "Yeah, he's he's intimidated by how handsome I am." I can tell. <laughs> I feel like my looks is I don't know. There's something about that that makes me laugh. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. It's kind of saying like my appearance, saying my looks. I don't know. That just it you seems know like why? Something. Because it's a very like not that I see gender of any kind because I'm, <laughs> I'm a college professor, but it's it's a very like 1980s like woman's way to talk about, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. like they used to say stuff like my, my looks have faded, you know, or my, <laughs> my looks are starting to fade. I, I think that's why it's funny. Ted, you know, I, I think that uh, something that you and I have in common is that our looks are holding strong. I agree. Yeah. You know? Something we have in common is that we're both exceedingly handsome men. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, uh, of the pictures I've seen of you, you're a good looking guy too. I've never seen a picture of Nathan, nor have I met him in real life. I, I don't know like what he looks like. In my mind's eye, it's kind of a cross between George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Close your eyes a minute, and I'm going to describe him. Yeah, I do. That would be great. Uh, Should I close my I've eyes, too? I've seen a lot of pictures of him. I've got composites all over the place. So yeah. I think about somebody who's about maybe 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, what? Big neck. Like, really big. We're talking oh, 24 inches around. Lots of veins. Yeah. Tapering down into like the kind of weird big shoulder muscles that you haven't seen in like a couple yeah, decades. Yeah, the traps. Traps. Yeah. 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 Which used to be like something people, they had trap day. You didn't want to yeah. skip trap day in the 80s. And then, and then just kind of like a, a real muscular torso, uh-huh. but maybe just a little, just a little bit of a, a beer belly on it, but not much. Yeah. Like, like wow. lovable beer belly. Now wow. imagine the whole thing wrapped in a karate gi and tied off with a purple belt. That is Nathan Bell. <laughs> You just described Chong Lee from Bloodsport, except <laughs> save for I don't. Well, I don't know Nathan's nationality. Maybe maybe he and Chong Lee share the same nationality. He, I don't otherwise. think that. I don't think that they do. <laughs> also, Chong Lee didn't have a beer belly, but he he was wearing a gi. So I'll take. So this is the one thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna envision Chong Lee as I as I listen to Nathan's voice. Is he really six eight? Are you really six eight? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Not exaggerated close. A do you really? Do you have huge traps? I do not. Oh. you know what? I Don't just, listen to the, him. The he image is being burst like left us. and right. He doesn't celebrate himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't celebrate his looks. Dude, just, what would be? Cra- I want to be modest. I want to be modest. Dude, what would be crazy is if if the three of us got together and we went out together, like for for coffee or lunch, and um. Like I feel like everybody in in the room would be jealous of our looks collectively, <laughs> given yes. what handsome men we all are. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. We yeah. we would just turn heads as we walked in and sat down. Yeah, yeah. Well, we sh- we should do that sometime. It sounds super fun. <laughs> uh, let's do that one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
One day before our looks fade, Zach. (laughs) You know what I like about being a man? What's that? The looks take so long to fade. You know what I mean? And if you do it right, like guys who were not even good looking when they were like 22 can like age into being like good looking guys when you're like 62. Don't you see that all the time? I do. They look distinguished and kind of weathered, but, but they really look good. I can't wait until I look distinguished and kind of weathered. I know, man. I, I'm that's, getting there. I feel yeah. like that's when my looks will have arrived, and people will, no joking aside, actually be jealous of them. Yeah, no, I know, man. That's going to be cool. <laughs> I said no joking aside. <laughs> no joking. People will not be joking. did a clever thing. <laughs> people will not be making jokes about how jealous they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a reason we have Ted on. There is. Uh, yeah. And I mean, other than the fact that he's freaking Ted Cluck and, and uh, it's, it's great to have him here. It is because I, I thought I, I got uh, an email. Actually, my wife was like having a crummy day or something and sent out an email to the four uh, to three others, uh, me, Ted and his wife, Kristen, um, who I think of as kind of our friend group. If there was a sitcom, yeah, only the true. The problem is that, like, in sitcoms, usually people are on screen together, not in different states, mm-hmm. uh, in different time zones, which gets all uh, – never mind. I'm not going to bring that up. That's really contentious. <laughs> um, and, and she said, just, like, cheer me up. I'm, I'm having a bummer day. And uh, Ted, uh, Ted's wife said, I think you should send her the thing that we wrote. And uh, Ted had written so, – so tell us here, Ted, you wrote it just because you thought of it and it was brilliant and you write things down. You don't usually write something quote unquote for a particular. Yeah, story. no, no. So we were, me and me and KK were taking a road trip and uh, I don't know about you, but I always get creative. Like when I leave the house and I'm driving and we were driving along and she was like, you know, it's, it's been a long time since you've stirred the pot. Like it's been a while since you like poked the reformed bear, so to speak. And uh, we were just talking about the idea that people, there's not a there's not a lot of reform couples that seem to like each other. They seem more like <laughs> business partners or roommates, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, that's that's weird because like we like each other, and I'm like Zach and Aaron seem to really like each other, and she's like, yeah. And um, it, so we decided that it's couples that watch shows and movies together that seem to like each other the most. And nice. um, yeah, KK was like, you should write something about that. So let's, I'm like, let's oh. hear it, Ted. Yeah, okay. So I'll read this. It's real short. And um, and then I want to add I, w- I want to ask you guys some stuff cuz you guys are writers too and because something that something that hurt my feelings happened on the on the back end of this. Something that what? wasn't de- Yeah, something that wasn't designed to make me feel good. So um, I'll lay that on you when I get through. That's it. So, not my kind of thing. No, I know, nor is it mine. This is called Let Them Eat Chips Toward a Reformed <laughs> Hermeneutic of Snacks and Television in 2020. I love it already. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since you've stirred the pot, my wife explained, on a recent car trip. She's right, but writing a one-off column encouraging reform people to watch more or any television is like chum in the water for reform Twitter. It's an invitation to to be ripped to pieces in the name of Christ, of course, for roughly 48 hours. No thanks. (laughs) We were chatting in the car while driving to the wedding of one of my former students, where I would be playing the role, the role of the, the one old, slightly fat groomsman in a lineup of young, sleek, handsome, recent college grads. I don't like what you just said about your looks. No, dude, I, 
I was trying to be self-deprecating about ah. my looks because I didn't want the reader to be intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> we're in our early 40s and are both a little thicker than we were when we got married 23 years ago. We're not trying to look 23 because to do so would be dumb and sad. <laughs> still get up early in the morning to work out together several mornings a week, but truth be told, sometimes our hearts aren't in it. This is called being an adult. Anyway, we're a little thicker because we enjoy watching movies and eating chips together in the evening after a long day of working out, working, bill-paying, problem-solving, and parenting. We think this is okay and maybe even good. I like my wife. I like watching certain shows and movies. Watching them with her seems like a good idea. I think the couples we know that watch TV together in the evening seem to like each other the most, Kristen explained. It's the kind of insight you have time for in a marriage because you've got several hours in the car. You should write something defending watching more television with your spouse, she concluded. She apparently wants to watch me die on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) What KK doesn't understand is that being super smug about not watching television is, along with the doctrines of grace, one of the cornerstones of our movement. Being too good for (laughs) pop culture because you're too busy reading theology or hillbilly elegy or a book about Winston Churchill is what we do. And if you do happen to engage a movie, it's because the movie is esoteric and boring, an intellectual <laughs> exercise, and will be a vehicle for a 5,000-word essay. See Martin Scorsese's Silence. But her sentiment was born of two decades around lots of reform couples who seem more like business partners or roommates than people who actually enjoy and know each other. The thing is, reading is good. Being super fastidious parents is good. Hoarding little envelopes of cash per Dave Ramsey is, I guess, good. (laughs) Being super involved in your church is good. But not knowing your spouse, never doing anything together, reading Bovink by candlelight while she cleans up the kitchen, and feeling like her roommate is bad. Uh. The answer, of course, is Netflix and chips. Because as great as reading is, we both love it. It's solitary. Part of strengthening your marriage is finding things you enjoy doing together. Pauses to cue up the comment from the super smug guy about he and his how he and his wife read to each other. We get it. <laughs> There's plenty of thoughtfulness, intellectual rigor, and responsibility in the reformed world. We're here to provide an argument for fun. You should work on this fun, having it with your spouse, at least as much as you work on your financial peace. Uh, and that's it. That's the end of the article. I, I have one question and one quick comment before. Yeah. Uh, your your questions and the first que- the question is is Netflix Flix and chips like the new Netflix and chill is that what people say <laughs> it sounds it sounds like a sadder version to me dude it does yeah it's it's Netflix and chill without the sex okay <laughs> it does it sounds euphemistic I didn't mean it. <laughs> and my comment Ted is hearing you read that makes uh-huh. me very excited for you and I to record the audio version of uh, your essay book, oh, uh, dude, A Hard Thing on a so Beautiful fun. Day. That's going to be so, so fun, man. We, uh, we enjoy reading our work out loud together. Yes. Um, yes, we do. And we share like, that with the world. We're like, we're like a smug couple, you know? <laughs> we <laughs> read to each other and let everyone listen. <laughs> I think, you know what, listen. I think every healthy business partnership uh, – the partners read to each other, you know. It's just. I think Procter and Gamble used to do that. <laughs> oh, Procter Johnson and Johnson, I think read to each other. I think Special Agent Johnson and Special Agent Johnson read to each other. No relation. 
Dude, what do you think they read to each other? Special Agent Johnson and Special Agent Johnson. Oh, like like Clive Cussler and like yeah. uh, Tom Clancy like, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, Tom Clancy, maybe John Grisham. Um, <laughs> yeah, they they weren't going too uh, too too deep dive. Like Vietnam. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was in seventh grade. Uh, yeah. So what happened with this one, Zach, is that. Um, my wife encouraged me to submit it to the good people over at a little website called the Gospel Coalition. Where you and have been published many times before. I have, yeah. So from time to time, I will reach out to them or they will reach out to me and, and we end up like publishing an article together. But it had been a long time since that. Nah, not a long time, but a, a long-ish time since that had happened. And uh, it had been honestly forever since I'd had anything rejected. But uh, I sent it to TGC, and um, the editor over there, who's a really nice guy, who I've known for a long time, um, he was very sweet about it. But uh, he did the whole, this isn't right for us, but I really liked it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and it didn't, like, it didn't move the needle for me emotionally at all. Like, I, I feel like 15 years ago, getting any kind of rejection would have just like, destroyed my day and probably the next day. But um, this one didn't move the needle at all, other than... It was it was funny to be rejected, and it was funny to read the whole like, oh, I love this. This is super fun. It's great to hear from you, but it's it, <laughs> you know it doesn't. It's not really right for us. Um, so anyway, that was that was uh, that was it. And I it it made me wonder like how long it's been since you guys have gotten rejected, and how like how that feels. Um. Well, first of all, let me say I love that this then has become a these go to 11 exclusive yeah, that's it we've got an exclusive deal man we if you've heard this you've heard it here you haven't read it anywhere else you haven't heard it anywhere else exactly so come here for all of your ted clock essays um i mean one of them um i would say i got a number of rejections bam 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 in a row about two years ago when i decided yeah. to try and dust something off uh, and, uh, and kind of tweak a book proposal. And yeah. I, I sent it out to several different, uh, uh, publishers and, and, and got a few, you know, you get a few of the, doesn't meet our needs right now. You get a few of yeah. the, um, we're already doing a book that's like that this year. Otherwise, whatever, you know, you like the people who yeah. try to couch it and let you down. But lately I haven't been really trying to, I, I've been busy with other stuff. The secret project you don't think is going to happen. The, yeah. uh, um, audio book project. I'm like knee deep in that thing, man. I am. Yeah. I'm almost, almost done with playing saint. Yeah. Uh, and I'm about to send that out to all my kickstarters and nice. you know, I've got kind of a backlog of things I really want to do. And mm-hmm. when you, when you're in the stage where you're going to get rejected or not, it's got to be where, You've got some margin and some space to add because you're you're always proposing to add new work to yourself. Yeah, and I mean, not in the case, you know when you've written an article and you're sending it sure, out. Sure. I don't think. You know what? Hey, oh no, 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 no! I got rejected. <laughs> this will make you feel better. Okay. I got rejected by default by okay. Stephen L. Trogi. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh. Um, that- that doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> I uh, I found a I was I was looking for something for Christmas for for church and I found an article I had written and I think yeah. I put it on um like the church 
uh, newsletter like sure. a year or two ago. Yeah. And I sent it to El Trogues um, <laughs> and said, here, you can put this on the Blazing Center. Because I was thinking this is kind of a yeah. cool article and it deserves a little bit broader. And I heard nothing back. Aww. And it was, it was about Advent. It wasn't about yeah. Christmas. So I sent it to him like a week into Advent. Yeah. Like a week later, I just texted him. I'm like, I was just wondering if you got that. Like, I don't know if you changed email addresses. We haven't talked in a while. <laughs> and he wrote back, oh, I'm sorry. I've been super sick. And I wrote oh, back, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll be praying for you. I hope you get better. He was like, thanks. Yeah. And then the article still never appeared on the Blazing Center that I know uh, of. So it was uh, kind of that, like, <laughs> I'm not yeah. even going to reject you. <laughs> it was like Bob Slidell, like, fi- fixing the glitch, you know? Yes, um, yes. There, you it, know, there's less yeah. confrontation. Exactly. exactly. I feel like it, it's possible uh, that uh, you and I doing a recurring bit about Carnival Fun Houses may have contributed to that <laughs> dynamic. Hey, you know what? That's that's water under the bridge, Zach. He's got to get over that. You know, he's got to let the healing begin on the concave on glass in the Carnival Fun House. Exactly. Glass. Exactly. That that was glass. That was just content. You know, that was just us us doing radio. Um, now there there is another little wrinkle to this that I haven't told you guys about that might um, it might violate our non compete clause contractually as as it pertains to this story um are you guys still there oh yeah oh yeah okay we're bracing yeah. ourselves for what we're i heard a weird noise <laughs> oh yeah no ignore that you won't hear it on the final uh recording so i was telling that i was telling the happy Rain guys about this and um they were like oh you should uh you should submit it to at jared c wilson at for the church okay and i was i was like oh what's for the church and they were they were like ah oh, it's a website basically I mean, it's essentially a Gospel Coalition competitor, I guess. It's or a, better than the GCO these days, if you ask me. I love George really? Wilson. Oh, nice. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't looked at it, but uh, so, so I have, I did send it to for the church. So um, we'll, we'll see if you know that that opens up a whole world of possibilities. With that Jared C. I've never, I've never interacted with at Jared C. Wilson in person or via email, other than he's been a recurring bit on my other podcast for like five years. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, if he publishes my article, I'll feel and like he had a little contrib to, uh, the, our, our most, our selling book, the smoking companion. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He absolutely did. Dude, that guy um, just wrote a book called the gospel according to Satan. Yeah. And, I saw uh, it's brilliant. I saw something like it had a really cool like packaging or the, the box looked really cool. Yeah. Great um, title. Great concept. Great, great appearance. It's, it looks, the looks of the book are good. Yeah, the good the books. Hey, have the have the looks on the book faded at all? <laughs> <laughs> or do you feel like hey, the book still looks good? You know, I mean, it's brand new, so it should. I would hope that it still looks good. It's, well, I feel like that's the kind of book because it's geared toward reformedish guys for the most part. Its looks aren't going to fade much because that's a it's a community that buys a lot of books yeah. and reads not as many books as it buys. Uh, takes pictures of a lot of books. Yeah, yeah, dude. I feel like that book was published for taking pictures. You know what I mean? <laughs> that book basically it screams like take your picture with this. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> who uh, who put that out? Publisher wise? Oh, I bet it was Crossway. Isn't he like really snuggly with Crossway? Yeah, but like they they usually don't spend a penny on like design and marketing and stuff like that. So I'll look it up um, a minute. Yeah, that feels uh, it feels kind of off brand for them, but it'd be it'd be cool if it was Crossway. I don't know. I feel like they've been getting better um, really? in recent years. Yeah, They're, I should give the caveat that I like. I haven't cared about any of this in 
12 years. So when I think of Crossway, I think of Crossway 12 years ago. So it's changed. It's no, it's Nelson Books. Oh, Nelson. Yeah, that explains the, the cashish and the opulence. So. Yeah, it, oh, wow. I just realized that it says. Oh, never mind. I don't. I don't like the packaging as much as I did. I thought it was just kind of like black swirlies, like black on dark gray. Yeah. But in the background, it says Satan really big. Like. Diana yeah, that's Lace. what I saw. I saw the. I saw the big Satan thing. Oh, I think that looks dumb. Now that I. Now that I see the. <laughs> it still looks like a great book, but. Yeah. I. I wouldn't have done that. Thomas Nelson. The the actual Thomas Nelson. If you're listening. Um, so. Apologies, you know Nelson family <laughs> around the hearth, dude. So hey, Nathan, uh, this is your podcast and stuff. Um, <laughs> what what are your what's your uh, take on the the article, um, the content of the article, not the blowback or right. or the blowback, <laughs> dude? I uh, Ted, I thought it was uh, brilliant. I, I I love your writing, and I'm not just buttering you up with that. I think it's great. It'd be okay if you were, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll take it either way, right? Absolutely. Um, no, I mean, I think it's great. And, um, you know, it's obviously uh, there's, uh, you know, there's uh, satire involved in there, but there's, you know, um, so much truth in there too, because I know that some of the activities that my wife and I enjoy doing are, you know, kicking back and watching movies and uh, discussing those. I am not a great reader by any means. Um, and so, uh, particularly now with everything that's going on, I just don't have time to sit down and read and discuss that with her. But, you know, while we're in the midst of grading papers, we can throw a show on for 30 minutes or whatever. And, you know, discuss that and talk about it. And, you know, there's something to be said for just, you know, having those moments of relaxing. I mean, you know, we're getting up at five in the morning, getting into work, Um, and then by the time we're getting home, it can be anywhere between, you know, five and six at night. And so by the time we get home and we're just like, what do you want to do? Well, I don't want to go out. I've just been out all day. So, you know, throwing something in and just kind of, you know, enjoying that together and having, having references, uh, you know, I mean, our friends vocabulary has increased night and day, uh, since friends has been on Netflix and, um, you know, it's just, it's fun because we have that, we have that with one another that we can share. And so yeah, whether or absolutely. not, you know, others are getting in on that, uh, it, you know, it's between us and we enjoy that. Sure. Absolutely. No, I agree. hundred percent. I wonder what you, who do you think would not, not names, but yeah. who do you think would have cried foul and and written a, a response like describe the guy oh. can i can i jump in for a, for a second and ask a question absolutely my yeah, question yeah. to you ted is how how much did you think what was the percentage you thought this was going to get published by the gospel coalition when you submitted it oh, like what was your low. thought process on it yeah in? very low it just it doesn't fit it doesn't fit the paradigm of stuff even stuff that like I've written for them before that's gotten published. It's mm-hmm. it was it was just gradations to glib mm-hmm. for them, and they've they've dabbled in glib from time to time. But um, their I, readership's I, too earnest; they wouldn't they wouldn't know yeah, how to process it. I don't think there's an audience for that sort of message in the in the Gospel Coalition Empire. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just like not a thing that they that they really enjoy hearing. So 
I didn't think it would get published. Um, I, I kind of, yeah, I just kind of submitted it for KK, mm-hmm. um, and and for myself, just for the just for funsies. But uh, but yeah, I, I was pretty confident that it wouldn't that it wouldn't see the light of day. Hey, can I can I point out a funny thing that just happened? Yeah, I was like, hey Ted, answer this question, and yeah. I asked it, and then Nathan was like, but first I have a question for you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's well, I still have a I still have a question on the table, yeah. which is what kind of a fellow do you think would have uh, <laughs> fellow written the response? And, and like, could you pre-write it the way that we re- pre-wrote some of the one-star reviews for some yeah, of our totally. books? And, and in fact, like, I'm glad you mentioned that because pre-writing responses to stuff, I want that to be my next writing project. Like, <laughs> I feel like you could undercut the entire world of like Twitter and and all of that obnoxious stuff just by like preemptively writing all the hateful things that inevitably we, we know people are going to write. Um, so, so if, if that's a project that appeals to anybody out there in publishing, I know that the, the world of publishing is probably listening. Um, yeah, I would, I would be up for writing something like that, but no, Zach, to answer your question after answering Nathan's question, um, <laughs> I think it's probably like a boys, like a boys' college kind of guy, you know. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to name names, but uh, maybe I think somebody I know who you mean. Yeah, somebody, somebody that used to rap, you know. Um, <laughs> I don't know, somebody like that though. I don't even know who that is, guy, by though. the way, speaking at the G two conference as we record this do g2 summit with all the all the other countries and stuff it's gonna be amazing (laughs) what country is he representing i don't know but every single person on that bill i clicked over to see what it was yeah they all looked like like him yeah and i thought he's gonna be on this he's just gonna be near the end because it wasn't like a list it was like clicking through a slideshow yeah and i was like discount owen strahan discount owen oh there's the real guy Um, which kind of cracked me up. Like, uh, I feel, I remember when he was like the up and coming, like, like intern and, uh, he was the guy, man. He was the guy behind the guy behind the guy. But I, and I feel like he's, he's had a good run, man. He's had a nice little career. Um, know what he's good at pithy, like, uh, pithy and insightful, really brief little like tweet and Facebook quote type things that get retweeted because they're clever and, and and like, like pastoral Yoda. No, no, a, they'll be more like cultural kind of things. They're not they're not oh, okay. like pastors this. They're like yeah. uh they're like pointing out the flaws in faulty reasoning yeah. on the part of like the culture or um you know liberal academia or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's probably a great guy, man. If we if we ever hung out, it would probably be good. But well, but yeah, I want to say hung out with with Owen Stray and not that that's who we're talking about. Dude, I haven't. I um, think that surprises our, me. I think considering we missed, that you two guys were the rising stars at the same time. I think we missed eras by like two years, though. Like it was, we were ships passing in the night in the sense that, like, I kind of did my thing, and and you know, I was making my exit as he was making his entrance, as it were. Um. So so yeah, man. Uh, I think either it would have either been somebody like that or somebody in the like ultra family intentional um 
I don't want to say the word homeschool because as soon as you do, you get just <laughs> slaughtered. It's like saying the word gender in a university context. Like you're just literally getting killed the moment it comes out of your mouth. But but you know the the type that I'm talking about. Like just yeah. Like I've got the family thing figured out, and how dare you suggest the, that? The guy who would have written that is is the boys' college type, and the woman <laughs> is the one who has a blog still in 2020 about like raising her 19 kids and. 72 chickens and yeah. homeschooling. Yeah. 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 I got you. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Both of them would have said stuff that is fully true in response yeah. to your piece. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, but so what? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like, and I mean, you knew because it was satire that you had a little bit of a straw man thing going, like totally. the options are this or this. And that's, yeah. the funny part. Yeah. um, and I think that no one is willing to acknowledge Oh, I am actually part of that. You know, I am yeah. actually kind of disconnected from my spouse because we have so segmented our lives into these these like traditional spousal roles yeah. that I withdraw over here and churn butter and he goes and smokes his pipe and reads Bavink <laughs> right. and, and you know like uh writes responses to each footnote of of church dogmatics or something. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't think anyone's willing to like own up to that, right? But there, I I know the people you're talking about, and I've I've struggled not to become the guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like watching TV with my wife mm-hmm. is my in my top three favorite things to do. Oh, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it is completely different from watching tv by yourself yeah yeah totally dude it's it's way more joyful it's super fun um and yeah like like nathan said i mean it, it kind of becomes a part of a language of your of your family and your marriage and you know you get all these fun inside jokes that you get to have together and and uh it's it's really good and it's just a way to it's another way to know and be known right um through the stuff that we like so uh so yeah that that piece though boys will We'll never see the light of day were it not for the exposure that it's getting on this program. So, or uh, Jared C. Wilson, possibly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no way. There's no, there's no way Jared C. <laughs> is gonna is gonna publish this article. But uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of to me, it's like just an experiment at this point. You know, I'm I'm casting about through the reformed world to see if uh, if anyone will publish it. So, Ted, uh, I, I just I know you got to go, but just so you know, uh, your, what your chances are like the first thing on for the church. Yeah. Is dot uh, co by the way for the church co is video why pastors should consider reading biographies. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah it's no. not happening. No, nope, I have no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, Boys, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. I I will I will come on this program anytime if you're having a slow like content week and you just need uh, you you need a little something different. I'm uh, I'm I'm here for it. So. I'm going to be out that we can't see your looks because it's just, you know, audio. <laughs> I know. And I can't, I can't see Nathan's looks. I can't see his huge traps and his gee, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll treasure the, the image of Chong Lee and, and hide that in my heart and just assume that that's what Nathan looks like. Awesome. Have fun uh, watching TV with your family tonight, man. Hey, guys, listen. Guys, watch out for your looks, okay? Don't let your looks fade. <laughs> Okay. You take care. You and your looks take care. <laughs> Will do.
See you, boys. Right, see you, man. See ya. Uh, dude, good time as always. Good time as always. Uh, I wanted to see if you'd think I was gone too. No, I'm still here. <laughs> uh, too funny. Oh, that's interesting. My wife's calling me and she's right upstairs. Uh, she probably wants to watch some TV and uh, chi- Netflix and chips tonight. Man. That's got to be the name of the app. Absolutely. Netflix and chips. Which to me sounds like the saddest version of these things that you could like. Uh, it sounds nice in in a vacuum. Like, you know, ch- snacking and watching TV with your with your wife and your, your wife and your kids. But when you re- replace uh, the, the, the young person's version, right. uh, <laughs> within the proper context of marriage, I mean, with, uh, with chips, it sounds uh, like a bit of a downgrade. Uh, but we are, de- that, that will definitely be the name of this episode. No doubt. <laughs> oh man. Dude. So let me ask you, um, I, you know, and you might've already answered this when I was up going to get a uh, power cord for my phone. Um, but what is it that you uh, you enjoy about watching uh, shows with uh, with your lady over there? Here's the thing. So my wife and I watch um, a variety of things. We watch uh-huh. like dumb stuff at the end of the day when we are not able to think anymore. We often will watch a 20-minute show in bed before we go to sleep. Yep. Um, and you know, I haven't found that that gets in the way of my devotional – Bible reading, devotional, uh, other reading or prayer at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it keeps me from giving God like the, the dregs at the bottom of my barrel. Instead, yeah. I give those to Fraser Crane and Sam Malone. Um, and you know, whatever we're watching. So, so that's a, a nice, it's a nice, just kind of like way to, to be together and laugh. And then we'll also watch things that challenge us or things that are really fascinating or different or, or artistic. And, mm-hmm. and we'll, then often when we are sitting in the Nakatomi smoke room enjoying a cigar and she has one of her you know weird concocted drinks from some you know mid-century drink manual that she's found in a used bookstore yep. we'll just talk about those things what we love about it what what's what's uh charming about older things we've watched or what's um, interesting about the way things were presented. And, and it just gives us kind of stuff to talk about. That's yeah. not the kid, you yeah. know, how yeah. that can happen to couples. Yeah. Um, it, it gives us a, a, you know, we, we are, we're watching things together that our son is not because, you know, they're not, he's not ready for them yet. Yep. So we have kind of a, our, a separate kind of thing, easy, easy in ramp on ramp rather to, um, uh, just a conversation between us and often, almost always, that's what it'll be. You know, we're not like uh, this couple that they just watch TV together and then they talk about TV, uh, you know, and it's all just kind of based in this sloth. No, we'll we'll start talking about something we saw in a, an episode of television, whether mm-hmm. it's Downton Abbey or the Romanoffs or whatever, and that will always kind of spin off into conversations about, you know, that topic that was being addressed and then yep. other stuff and other stuff. And it's just kind of a fun way to to keep interacting um, without having to be like this weird intentional like – I remember when my, my mom and dad took like a, a marriage class uh, just because they were doing it at our church. When I was growing up, like all the couples were, were doing this class. It was something that was popular in the 80s. I don't remember what it was called. And uh, they were both kind of laughing at the notion 
in this video that they were watching that you were supposed to, during the day, keep like a spiral notebook in your pocket. And when you thought of something to talk about with your spouse, get it out and jot it down. Yeah. Um, and, and at the end of the day, you both get out your spiral notebooks. And like, I was like, wow, how sad. And they, they were laughing at how kind of pathetic that would be if you didn't have anything to talk about unless you were like making a list. Right. You know, oh, oh my backup <laughs> list of, I feel like t- having – uh, all the, especially like you were mentioning, having this kind of this shared vocabulary of yeah. we have phrases and uh, quotes and and jokes from anything from um, you know New Girl to the rest of Development to yep. all these and, and some like obscure British things like she likes this, uh, black books and we've watched we've watched everything um, together and. I know what she's thinking when she says these three words, you know, yes, and she knows yeah. it's just fun. And it's, it is, I think just as important as making sure that we're both, um, on the same page financially, or, you know, that we're giving a lot of time to our spiritual lives. Cause you could, you could, um, separately be very in tune with, um, you know, your reading of morning and evening, Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, sure, that could be some source of discussion, but it also could uh, keep you pretty well segmented, isolated yeah. uh, if you're doing everything apart. Yeah. Watching TV is something that you do together. You laugh together. You pause it and say, hold on a minute. That guy in the background, we saw him on this. Or right. wait a minute. This reminds me of this thing that happened in real life. And it, I don't know. To me, it, it doesn't short circuit. It, it kind of gives a boost to interaction. What about mm-hmm. you? Yeah, no, I I agree 100%. You know, I mean, some of the the sweetest conversations that we've had have started um for hours uh in the process where we went out on a Friday night at, you know, six o'clock and we saw this movie. And then on the ride home, we were talking about it that led us into talking about this theme in the movie, which led us to talking about, you know, um the 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 spiritual application of it and just you know before you know it the movie was over at 8 or 8:30 and we were up till 1 or 2 talking about different things that started with us in the car talking about the movie and what we thought about the movie and 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 branching and leading into all these other things and so i agree i think if i think if your vocabulary is limited in that respect then there's a problem but if if it's a device that's being used to grow the both of you together, um, then then I think it is great, and I think those are moments and memories that are just that are very sweet and precious uh, to hold on to, you know. And I think some of that stuff expands out, you know, beyond Joy and I. I mean, I remember when um, our son E was living with us before he went off to college. You know, we would we would bring him in on those things that we were doing together, and. Um, it's just, it, it does become part of the, the family culture and the family dynamic that you have. And I noticed that even, um, even at school, having that relatability with, um, my students and their parents that they have this shorthand that, uh, is a workaround some of the things that they're watching. And so being able to understand some of that allows me to, to, to bridge into those areas, um, I mean, we can't, we can't get around it. You know, I mean, whatever people think about 
television and entertainment, entertainment, it is such a pervasive part of our culture. And so being able to get in on that shorthand and, and to be able to engage with people, I think opens more doors in some cases than, you know, the, the ones who are just constantly in a book, um, and have some difficulty relating to unbelievers in some cases because of that. Um, you know, I'm sure wherever you go, uh, you don't have any problems bringing up, uh, breaking bad with someone like wherever you are in, in, you know, who you're talking with. And, and I'm sure, you know, that's, that's an exaggeration because, you know, I'm sure there are, uh, several older people who may not be as involved, but, you know, you think about your ability to interact with people in the world and just how culturally iconic Breaking Bad became and and still is with their follow-up movie that just came out, um, you know, Better Call Saul, all that stuff. You have inroads um, into people's lives just with that. Um, Breaking Bad's not my uh, go-to point of reference for a great TV anymore, though. Okay. The Chosen is about a thousand times better. Okay. It is so good. Have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet, Nathan? No, no, I haven't. I know. I want to have an app about it. I know, I know. But Um, to your point, yes, I I agree. uh, And that's not, I don't think, the main reason either of us probably – it consumes what we do. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, to have the the point of reference with other people, with, but it sure is a nice perk, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree one hundred percent. I mean, I, you know, to- totally. I'm I'm watching these things because I enjoy them. There, it's it's entertainment. I enjoy the entertainment. Um, I I will say higher up on the list. Um, you know, like you said, I mean, one of my top three favorite activities uh, is is watching shows with my wife. Um, you know, we. Uh, finding things and and so much so that if there's something that I'm watching and I'm like, you know what, I really think she'll appreciate this, um, no matter how much I want to watch it, I'll wait and have her watch the first episode and see what she thinks. Yeah. And yeah. if she's like uh, – We do that too. Yeah. If she's like, no, I mean it's cool but I really wouldn't get into this. Why don't you go ahead – you know, cool. But if she's like, oh, yeah, I definitely – I'd watch this with you. And so, you know – it, to me, that's just that's exciting. I, I enjoy doing that, and and I come from a huge background of watching TV and entertainment, and so I enjoy that on on multiple levels with people, getting people interested and involved in in shows that we can then discuss and talk about. You know, have that relatability and commonality with forever. When I go to my in laws. Uh, her her father and mother are always asking, hey, do you have anything you can recommend for us to watch? And I love, not just love recommending, but I love sitting down and watching it with them because I love being able to engage and interact with them um, about what they're watching. And again, it's more than just the show itself. It, it opens up other avenues of uh, being able to talk and converse with them. I think we both would acknowledge too that there are couples Mm-hmm. That do just use TV as a way to not interact. Oh, absolutely. You know, that just kind of slack jawed watch, you know, whatever's on. They're just kind of always, right. it's, it's just, it's not a very intentional, this is a point where our interests converge and we want to do this together. It's a, well, this is easier than interacting. Yes. And, and, it, that's that's true. I remember when when uh, texting was new. Yep. Uh, you know, it'd been around for a couple of years reading about how there were couples that, 
couldn't communicate other than via text, even if they were like two feet away from each other. Right. They're texting each other and, and they needed to seek like treatment. Yeah, okay. That doesn't mean texting or TV right. is a bad pursuit. I mean, it means just don't don't abuse it. Let, make right. it work for you. Don't don't serve it. Right. And, and I think that my wife and I watch less TV than 90% of people I know. Mm-hmm. But people will often say, wow, you guys watch so much TV because the TV we watch, we're, we're excited about, interested in. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, yeah, Young Sheldon's on at nine and that's another good one. So we watch that and then this right. other. No, we, 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 we value our time. And so, yeah, we, we, are, we are watching a, a few shows at a time. You know, like right now we're watching The Good Place, which just came back on. Yep. Um, we're watching uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's probably going to come back on uh, in February. We'll start watching that. You know, there's certain things, but it's not this kind of blanket thing that we just yeah. drape over our relationship. It's it's much more – it's not a shotgun approach. Right. And, and you know what? We did go through a period. I didn't grow up with cable. Okay. okay? Yep. As soon as I could get cable, I moved out of the house. I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when Aaron and I got married, I was 22 and she was just about to turn 21. Mm-hmm. And so we're a couple of kids living in an apartment, you know, on the sixth floor with a view and everything. And I'm going, well, we have to make sure we don't, you know, we leave room in the budget for cable because this has right. become so important to me. And she's like, I don't know if we need it. I'm like, I really want it. It's a deal breaker. You know, and I'm just kidding. It was a deal breaker. Right. But we, we get cable and I had to be the one uh, because, you know, I had insisted so much on it. She couldn't, she couldn't say we should get rid of this. I had to realize she was right that what it was doing was like we would sit down and because our apartment was smallish, we'd eat, you know, with trays in front of the TV yep. um, watching like Seinfeld reruns. And whatever cable station it was would play then like six reruns in a row. I mean, yeah, it was just yeah. – and we would find that maybe like two and a half hours – after we sat down to dinner, we're still just staring at the TV we, with commercials, you know, right, so you're right. watching. And we said, this is just a stupid waste of our lives. Yeah. And so we cut the cord on that. Uh, it can happen. Oh, yeah. But just like you, I mean, you can become addicted to cigarettes and kill yourself by smoking. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we should say, you know, someone who enjoys a, a pipe or a cigar once in a while is guilty of the same thing. Right. You can drink yourself to death, but right. that doesn't mean that enjoying an adult beverage is sin. Right. And you can, you know, you can, I mean, with Netflix, you can watch all sorts of wicked crap that you shouldn't put in front of your eyeballs, mm-hmm. or you can waste your life watching inconsequential nothing. Right. But that doesn't mean it's, it's wrong. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree 100%. And I mean, I know, um, exactly one of the things that I found interesting was with um, Joy and I, she actually, they didn't really grow up with cable. I actually grew up with cable satellite, you know, whatever variation was the thing that was coming out. Um, my dad was big into technology. And so for much of my younger formative years, whatever was the latest and greatest technological thing that was coming out with, uh, you know, TV and all that, we were actually getting, and it was it was in the house. Um, so when we were first married, uh, I I had a fairly large movie collection, but by that point, I really wasn't that interested in cable. And she had just kind of started getting where you were a little bit, where it was like, ooh, 
there's all these options open. And so I found myself actually being pulled in with that where it was like, oh, we have this show on this night and we have this show on this night and we have this show on this night. And so becoming a slave to the schedule of the television where it's like we weren't necessarily getting in the rut of, oh, you know, we've got, you know, we're sitting down for these two hours, but we were becoming um, tied to the schedule of the cable and when the shows were on. And so when cable, we actually got to a point where we got rid of cable and we have cable now, but we're trying to get rid of it because it's like we have, we have Netflix, we have Amazon Prime, we have Disney Plus, we have a bunch of streaming services and to us, it's a lot better to be able to say, hey, we have an hour, let's sit down and watch this show as opposed to getting retied to that schedule of, oh man, you know, there's the latest, greatest episode of XYZ on, let's go ahead and make sure we're home every Tuesday night to do this. Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, I mean, one of the other things that, um, I've enjoyed is there are a lot of things because my wife didn't grow up with, uh, cable or really a lot of the, the pop culture shows at the time or movies going back and watching some of those things with her, um, for better or worse, her opinions of them, but just seeing her reactions to them and what she thinks of them. And so, um, going back and doing that with shows and with movies, has been fun. And again, something that we are able to talk about, um, you know, what, what was it that you liked about it? You know, look at, even looking at the movie artistically, it's like, was this a, a well done movie or is this just something that I'm clinging to because it's nostalgia? Um, so, you know, I think there are all different reasons. And like you said, there are all, you know, there's so many things that you can abuse. I mean, I, I know couples who, you know, they go, um, and they start, playing golf together or doing activities together. But like you said, really it's an, it's a way for them to do them separately. It's like, Hey, we both do this thing together, but you know, I'm going to, there's really nothing that's drawing them closer in this. And so I don't think TV is, is an exception in any of that. Yeah. And, And you know, there, the other thing, and this isn't the, the main thing, but there's all sorts of stuff you can watch that is edifying. Yeah. And people forget that too. Right. Uh, people who just, oh, the idiot box, which it's not a box anymore, you guys. It's like a panel. But, um, <laughs> like, like it's, it's all going to rot your brain. And I'm like, really? Because I have, I, I bet I've got hundreds of hours of DVDs that's teaching or mm-hmm. quality yeah. programming or even corny stuff that I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, it's like biblically based and, I uh, that so you can't you can't miss it. I, I, I my my son was begging to watch the rest of the chosen because it was so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched it as a family. Nice. We watch um we watch the nativity every year. Yep. We watch you know there's there's a lot of stuff that that uh, is also you know I, I think that people want to make it, it has to do with turning the category from what it is a medium mm-hmm. into a moral category right? and make the generalization that it's just, it, it's all garbage. And I'm like, no, you're, you're confusing. It's like once in a while, someone will say, why would, why would a church put stuff on YouTube? There's pornography on that. And I, I don't know if they, I, I think there's probably not technically stuff that would be considered pornography, but I'm sure right. stuff that really is pornography right. if you're looking for it. But in the same way, it's like, you know, putting your, your service on, um, public 
domain cable or whatever, cable yeah. access. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's probably bad stuff you shouldn't watch on TV, but that's a medium. Right. It's not throwing yourself – YouTube's become a medium. Archive.org right. where I put my sermons uh, and where I post several podcasts. Right. Uh, you can find garbage on that. Yeah. It's a medium. It's a it's a content uh, kind of conduit. Yes. Uh, and we're it just like if you went out onto the street corner where some people some people are up preaching, you also could hear people saying bad stuff on that street corner. Yeah. It doesn't mean being out on the street talking is bad. And, right. And you know, you, turning on the TV and sitting down, if you're discerning, if you're not letting it take over your life, you're doing it in the proper um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Moderation. Moderation. Yep. It's it's a good thing. It's a some great memories, great yeah. memories of being a kid. Our whole family. My parents would pop popcorn in like the stir crazy thing where you put a little oil in yep. and stuff. And th- and we would all sit down together and watch America's Funniest Home yes. Videos when Bob Saget was yep. doing it. Yep. I remember like the summer before my sister went uh, went to Indiana for college. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I remember thinking like this is the second to last. This is the last. Like it was so important to me that that was that was the memory I wanted to hold on to. We were not just all slack jawed staring at changing colored dots on the screen. Right. We were laughing. We were talking to each other. We were going, oh, remember that thing? Or that reminds me of when you – it was a wonderful time. We had VCR games yes. back in the day too. Yes. I just said back day. Kill me. Um <laughs> We had VCR games like uh, Commercial Crazies, where or or the Honeymooners game and stuff, where you use VCR, yeah. in order to play these. You know what? It's all fine as long as there's nothing overtly sinful about what you're doing. Yeah, do it to the glory of God and don't serve it. Yeah, yeah, and and you're fine. And and I think that Ted knew that he could say something doctrinal that would have made that piece probably far more likely to get picked up by one of these outlets. <laughs> but Ted's not that guy. Right. And, and what he wanted to say was it's first and foremost, before you say I've mastered, you know, Gerhardus Voss's uh, magnum opus. <laughs> and so has my wife. First and foremost, your marriage needs to be built on you guys like each other and love each other right. and want to spend time together. <laughs> and maybe before you get to any of this other stuff, you need to work on that. Why don't yeah. you guys find a you know a dumb show to watch together and laugh at it? You know, get out the old reruns of Home Improvement or something and yep. and just laugh at something stupid. Yeah. Or just be entertained by. I don't know. I almost said American Idol, but oh, idolatry. But you know, I mean, like The Voice or something. Yeah, just, yeah. Just sit there and 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 take it in and and enjoy each other's company and presence. Yeah, yeah. You know, you were talking about childhood memories and growing up, and one of um, one of my favorite memories, and this was a weekly thing, was every Friday night. Um, just looked forward to when Dad got off work because we would all load up in the station wagon. Uh, so that can, you know, tell some people how old I am. Um, all load you up. You go in the back, back seat. Oh yes. Oh back. yeah. Where you're facing back. Oh, oh yeah. Too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and we would, we would go to, um, we would first go to pizza hut and we would put our order for pizza in because you know, it I wasn't like sell it now an eighties pizza hut. Yes. Talk about it. Yes, absolutely. And then we would go from there to, um, 
uh, just a, a, about a mile down the road was the video store. And we would yes. go in the video store and they had uh, this, you know, like bug juice Kool-Aid stuff that you could get for free, Tootsie Rolls and uh, fresh pop popcorn right there. And uh, every Friday we got um, three different movies. My younger brothers and I were allowed to pick out one movie that we could all watch together and we all watched as a family. My older siblings got to pick out one that they would watch and then my parents picked out one just for them. And I remember that was our Friday night routine. And we would go home and we would get everything all set up in the living room. Um, we would have uh, our candy because, of course, we weren't buying candy at the, at the movie store because it was, you know, ridiculously expensive. But we went to, you know, the grocery store and uh, we had the pizza set up on the table. We had the candy set up. We had the soda set up. And we put the movie in. And, and as a family, that's what we did. We watched the, the younger kids' movie. That's what we got to watch first, and we ate dinner, and we had our candy and all that, and then the younger kids would go to bed, and then my parents would stay up with the older siblings, watch the movie that they got, and then they would go to bed, and then my parents would watch the one they got, and I just, I remember every Friday, that's what we did together as a family, and it was just, it was this sweet time of, again, coming together and and just having this this awesome time where you know we're having dinner together and we're we're talking about you know how great Friday night was on Saturday when that rolled around and you know oh can't wait till next Friday so excited you know and it was it was a family activity that we all did and yeah i just to to an extent that's why i just so miss the days of the video store because i I just I love that feeling of going into the store and spending some time to choose choose the right movie to take home on that Friday night and what are we gonna watch and having to have to agree with my brother on what we're gonna watch because if we didn't agree we couldn't get the movie so um, I might hit the video store on the way home now that you got me thinking about it we still have several in town really so, uh, oh yeah oh. family video has not folded. Dude, I am I am jealous. I am super and jealous. Selling, of that. Uh, what is that like uh, cannabis stuff that doesn't get you high but helps with pain? Uh, THC is oh, the, the stuff that gets you high, right? right. This is, it's called uh, I don't remember what it's called, but the, the CBD, CBD. Oh yeah, 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 CBD, the, yeah. CBD oil and stuff. They, sell, yeah. they, they started selling that before anybody else, and I think it kept them afloat. Um, but yeah, no, I, I when you walk into those stores, they still have the same smell yes. as they did in the eighties. <laughs> And you and walking around the outside is always the new release, and then you go to the yep. old ones in the middle. And you know, here's the thing: I think part of it is cultural um, because it's kind of snooty, too good for everything. But I have to acknowledge part of it is cultural for me because I think about like a, a family now where they they're all on different devices. But right. I go home. My mom used to get so mad when I first had my Palm Pilot and my dad had one and then my sister got one. Yeah. And we were all like <laughs> looking at a screen, you know, yeah. in like uh, in 2001. And uh, now I leave everything, you know, in my bag. Yeah. I, I can't stand when everyone's in a room looking at a screen. And like my mother, my dad, like baby boomers. <laughs> People are people are looking at screens all the time, but not the same one, so they right. can't share the experience. Yes, uh, and I don't want to be like, a, oh, the good old days were the TV any more than I think that you know the old people when I was a kid were off base saying that it, the good old days were before there was a TV, right. or, you know, whatever. Like, I, 
but but there is something to be said about families having a shared experience, whatever it is. Yes. Uh, and we have had great ones recently when we did an escape room. Nice. And I don't think that was qualitatively different from the experience of us watching The Office together, laughing about it, uh, quoting it to each other, and then listening to a podcast about it uh, as it takes my son Calvin to school the next day. Nice. You know, and, and, and having this point of reference we share together. Yes. Um, I think we may be in danger of uh, just beating this thing to death, but I think you and I are of the same mind that Ted was on point. Yeah. Uh, and if if the church is so busy, I, I think it, it comes down to this. And tell me if you if you think this is one one step too deep. Okay. Uh, into the into the you know what? Um, I think it comes down to. If we're so busy with our Jesus uh, pursuits that we don't even know what is going on in the culture at all, mm-hmm. we're not going to be effective at all. Yeah. But if the reason that we're going into the other pursuits is just so we have a bridge to get to Jesus with people, mm-hmm. it's not really all that valuable. Right. And it's it's not just that it's not valuable. It's also it's not authentic. It's not genuine. And it's not going to work. Right. It's not going to connect. You know, right. Yeah. It's going to be a pale imitation of what it could be. Um, so, yeah, no, I, yeah, I think, um, I, I think you're right on. And, and I agree. I think, um, you know, uh, agree with you 100% about Ted and uh, that we've probably, His probably looks. I mean, this. what a handsome guy. I know, right? <laughs> that long silver mane. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Like a fox, baby, like a fox. I didn't say that, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. This has been great, Zach. Uh, we're going to go ahead and sign off now. Before we do, want to just let people know, don't forget that you can um, like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can go ahead and leave us a review. We have, uh, you know, mediums up on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify and probably some others out there that we aren't, we are not even aware of. So leave us a review somewhere. Uh, it gets us higher up on the charts so people find us more easily, uh, and, and people can listen to us better. So Zach, until next time, we just rock the Casbah. These go to 11.